welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well i hope all is good in your world it's new year's day the first of january 2023 and um, it's a good day to praise the lord it is a wonderful and it's a glorious day this is a very important year for us in my nation nigeria it's an election year it's a very critical election because you know we've had it really rough in the last eight years as in unbelievably rough rough more than i I could ever have imagined you know almost all of our worst fears in fact all of our worst fears for the nation came to pass and the people that we thought should be concerned about it just didn't care in fact they were stoking the fires actively it was horrible but the lord has brought us to this point a lot of people did not survive so many horrible things terrible things happened but you know god even out of the ashes he made some good to rise and we are all mobilized towards um the election this year so our prayer for our nation nigeria is that god the will of the lord will be done his purpose will be fulfilled his name will be glorified and that the rule and the reign of darkness over our land will be, will be destroyed will be set aside and that the light of god will begin to shine and the Lord will do a new thing in our nation. This will be a new year, ushering a new thing, a new life, new hope, a new day, a new dawn. And that the purpose of God for our nation will be fulfilled. That is my honest and heartfelt prayer. And I know that that prayer resonates with everyone that wishes for good and righteousness for our nation, for our land. And that with all peoples in the world, these are the prayers that we pray for the communities, the spaces. And the places that we inhabit jesus god said um paul by the inspiration of the holy spirit had a prayer in first timothy 2 verse 4 where he says we should pray for all men for kings and those are in authority that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty i like the imagery that he describes with that because there's nothing better than a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty so living a life that is pure that is holy that is ethical when he's talking about godliness he's talking about you know maybe my spiritual life our personal spiritual lives when he talks about honesty he's talking about my dealings or our dealings with one another with human beings honest in our dealings with our friends with our family with our loved ones you know with our with 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 people we don't know with strangers with customers, with clients, with our employers, with our employees. It says in all, godliness in every ramification, not just being godly when people are watching or godly when you are in church or in a place where you feel that people know you to be in a certain way and then, you know, living something else. In all godliness and honesty. And that is such a wonderful prayer to pray because in Nigeria, it is almost impossible to live a quiet and a peaceable life not to talk of godliness and honesty how it's all it's, it's literally impossible it's almost you know even when you want to you can't fulfill those four um things it's you will not have quiet that's one for sure peace uh no <laughs> it's almost as it no you can't have a peaceable life I, I don't even know where you want to find that peace in all godliness well that one i think to a very large extent is within your control yes you can honesty too is quite challenging i must confess to you even if it's it's not impossible but to live a life it's almost impossible in all honesty 
it's quite no 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 it's um it's quite it's very difficult to be able to live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty it's just the truth um you can try but 100 percent no i and i think there are societies where it's easier to be honest than to be dishonest and i think there are places where it is actually more difficult or easier to be dishonest and um unfortunately we find ourselves in one of those places where it is um and i'm not saying uh, for that reason therefore you should not be cheating people i mean what, what i even mean is even like following like unjust laws for instance i'm talking about you know for instance a, a road is bad there's no opportunity for you to you know the, the traffic situation is not good so you are forced to then do something that ordinarily you shouldn't do like perhaps drive against it well anyway let me not go there but the point i'm trying to make is that the situation is so a, a situation a society that makes things so difficult that even when you want to do the right thing it is impossible as in they make it so difficult for you to do the right thing they make it so difficult and then the 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 dishonest way is very easy yes that's that's the way to describe it so whether you are applying for something a permit or whatever going through the process is deliberately made so complex that you may not even be able to get that permit out but then going the other route is very easy the permit will come out so that's just that kind of very very corrupt unfair and unjust society is what we're living in and it has its impact on peace or justice law and order so you find out that of course if you have that kind of system and it goes into the law and order as well you find out that it's easier for people people can then circumvent justice people who do not have the ways and the means to circumvent justice never get justice and it's it just it just makes things really bad for all of us uh, i would say generally so um even though some people seem to like the fact that the country is that way, but I, I don't think it really serves anybody's um, benefit. So, I don't really have anything per se that um, um, that I would want to talk about today. I mean, really, I just felt it's the new year and let me start my postings. I have been offline for about six days now, which is very strange, but I just... I even though the, I just told myself, you know what? Maybe I need this time to just maybe reflect a bit more. I don't know if I actually reflected, and in terms of what is the direction of the podcast, you know, going forward and all that. And um, I trust God that He will still make that direction clear. So I guess this is just a Happy New Year message, and I um, and I will say that um, let's all, at least those of us who are Nigerians, let us pray that prayer in First Timothy two verse 4 that it says um, that we should make prayers, intercessions, supplications for all people, for for leaders and all them who are in high positions that we may be able to lead a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, dignified in every way. I, I like that dignity that, that, that dignity, even this whole cost of living crisis it's, it's causing people to have to live in a way that is eroding their self, you know their dignity you know, and for me, you know, those are the, these are this is a very valid prayer point for now. And we've all seen how things are going. There's a lot of economic disruption and people and uncertainty. People just don't know what's going to happen. I think we have to enter this new year in a spirit of prayer and reflection. 
and pray that all of the drama and everything that we have seen in 2020 that somehow God is going to make it right for us and the leaders if they don't know what they're doing or they're there and they're doing what they're not they're not serving the people or serving God's purpose that God should please remove them and replace them with those who have an understanding of the times and know what they need to do um, yeah so I, this, I mean these are tough times we need leaders that have a vision for the people and not self-serving visions. We don't need people that are using positions of authority to serve their careers. We need people who want to do exactly what Paul talked about here in the first book of Timothy, chapter 2, who want everyone to lead a peaceable and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. So they put in place the sort of policies that enable people to live a dignified life don't have to be rich to live a dignified life you don't have to be you know you don't have to be a criminal to, to you don't have to you know to corrupt to lead a, 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 to have a good quality of life so i'll leave it at that and i wish you all a happy new year i hope you had a wonderful christmas and i pray that the lord will give us all a sense of purpose for this year and find directions for the things that we need to do I mean, I saw some people tweeting on social media saying there's no big deal, it's just a new year, it's just any other day. But I take um, exception to that kind of thinking. And it was, it was, I'm not surprised I was a man that said it. Because if you've not, I mean, for uh, I wasn't surprised it was a man, let's just do it that way. Because for women, time has meaning for us. Because first of all, it, it, a year is about 12 periods, you know, 12 menstrual periods if you're already an if you're a woman and you are you want to have a child a year means 12 ovulation periods or even less if for any reason you don't ovulate in a particular month it means 12 opportunities to have a child and you know for women we have a biological clock that is ticking so a year has a lot of significance it can make the difference between you know when i when i hit menopause or when i don't you know so for us telling me that it's just any other day what are you talking about (laughs) you know and it's a cycle we have a we have a a, a 30-day cycle that runs so we we recognize that time is important because there's we literally have a clock that is ticking that is really ticking and unlike men who can really have children up to their 70s women really can't it is it's impossible for us you know it's actually impossible. You may, you, even if you get, even if for any reason you can still ovulate and have your whatever, you not likely to carry it for nine years. But men can actively. I mean, men we see them having babies at the age of seventy because all they need is just one teeny weeny little seed. But we, yeah, carry on. So, the, so the point I'm trying to make is that also, if you are someone who is a mother and you have a child. A year is a significant thing for a child. In fact, in an ed- in education terms, a year is very significant. A cycle. So day and night goes into 30 days, goes into however you count your months and your years. That cycle of life is important. And I found, in fact, I even find it funny that even a man would say that. Because for me, even like when I turned 50, you know, as I've crossed that um that um, Rubicon now, the, the health challenges that I have, you know, physical mobility, things like that, they are, it's different from when, it was much, when I was much younger. I, I have to be more careful about certain things right now. So, and, um, so you, so I, you can't see that the clock is ticking. I, I can literally, in fact, let's just put it that way. Time is a 
is something you can count. You can count it because there's day and night. You can count it because everything that happens in the universe, like you plant a tree, they, you know, you can actually count how many months it takes for it to grow, how many years it takes for it to grow, to mature. So time is quantifiable. And you can, when you, you can split it into buckets of days, of hours, of weeks, of months, and of years. They are all significant. That's why even in Nigeria, we just we, we, we celebrate, we say happy new month. Because a month, like I said, if you're a woman, there is an ovulation cycle. If you're someone who wants to have a child, a month's 30-day cycle is extremely important to you. So for that reason, 30 times 12 is also important. In terms of carrying a child, a year is important. It takes a year to carry a child. As the child begins to grow, oh yes, the significance of years then comes even more. Because the whole calendar around when the child can get into school, what kind of um, vaccines the child can take, the kind of medication you can give to the child, it is all about the years. Everything is tallied onto the number of years. Medications are based on the age, the number of years. So anyone that says to you, a new year doesn't mean anything. The person has no understanding of time and of seasons. It's a finite resource that we are all given. The Bible talks about redeeming the time. If we do not, if we treat time as an endless resource that is meaningless, that doesn't have anything, you will end up not doing anything. Time is, I, I can't even fathom anyone who doesn't um, measure their life in terms of times. Jesus said the hour has come. Jesus measured his time even up to downright to hour. And then somebody is telling me that I shouldn't look at here. That's the greatest, in fact, recipe for living a, a, a life without purpose. The essence of a new year, and some, if you can even do it every month or every quarter, three months, like business people do, it's also important because otherwise you will not achieve anything. You will never achieve anything. And God himself is a purpose-driven God. He intends man to be purpose-driven. When he created man, he said, Go into all the world, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. And he made that earth in times and seasons so that man can plant, he can water, they can nurture, and they can see the effects of that which they have done. Improve upon it the next year. But there's a mandate to multiply, to replenish. And you can only achieve that mandate when you look at how well you have been doing. And then the things you learned from that last year, you carry it on to the next planting season. So when somebody says a new year doesn't mean anything, I'm like, how? I don't even care when you count your new year because I know many different religions and cultures have different years. Yes, whenever, whether your, your, your year starts January 1, whenever it, it starts, at least it's a bucket of time. What you're doing is you have divided time into seasons and buckets so that you can have your milestones according to that. And like I said, planting seasons, people have planting, uh, businesses have financial years. The financial year gives you an opportunity. For me, my financial year ends at the end of December. So I've done my financial review. I'm looking at that financial review. I was able to see, you know, ways where we got, where we made money from, um, the things that we need to change, and we are re-strategizing for this year 
based on what we have experienced in last financial year and it's very very important because it's 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 there's no point in my reviewing a lot of my work takes about two three years two three months before um cash starts coming in so doing a quarterly um a quarterly review gives a partial um picture but a yearly review gives a very good picture of what we have focused on for the year what the market has the kind of services that the market has taken from us and then helps us to plot plan the, the, the future so for me a, a new year is a very important thing because it, i have tallied it with my financial year and even if i wasn't doing it according to january 1 i have to i must find a year a year period a 12 month period that i will tie into just like every other company does that is the only way to have a purpose-driven life or a purpose-driven organization otherwise anything goes you do not review your life you do not redeem the time you will not achieve anything you are just like a wave in the ocean or the wind blown left and right by center by in fact the caprices of other people's lives and the season just carries you they are not steering the ship of your life and that's not what god wants for us so i will just end by reading that scripture because i think now i have a title of what probably the lord wants us to use on that scripture where he says redeeming the time i think that was paul let me just look for it i will end with that scripture and in case you know you are someone who somebody has been telling you that a new year doesn't mean anything it doesn't you know i understand why some people would say that because they feel they don't want to be put under pressure but whether we like it or not we don't have all the time in the world that's just the truth so uh, it's, it's just like somebody who has a bag of rice in the house and you say you don't want to go and measure how much rice you have if well it's your choice but what it also means is that one day you will go into the store and discover that you do not have you've run out of rice and at that point let's hope you have an alternative there's no other alternative to time there's no alternative to time i for instance now i'm menopausal i wasn't but for many years i wasn't so the certain things that if i hadn't done before now it is i mean i can't do them again i can't do it in that way biologically no there are certain biological options that are not available to me anymore so yeah so in this um in ephesians chapter 5 reading from verse 15 paul was admonishing the church in ephesus and he says see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise people redeeming the time because the days are evil wherefore don't be unwise but you understand what the will of the lord is don't be drunk with wine wherein there is excess but be filled with the spirit speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the lord giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of our lord jesus christ submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of god so this was i think this is really this is really beautiful thank you so much holy spirit for drawing me here he says we should walk circumspectly wisely not as fools redeeming the time the days are evil yes the days are evil the days are also short 
work as people who have a purpose work as people who are working towards an expected end the christian's life is not an anyhow kind of life so this is a great opportunity for us to all reassess our lives it doesn't mean we have to make any commitments but then just it's a period i think of reflection it's a period of then asking the lord what how do you want us to roll this year 2023 what should i do differently and what do you want to show me i'm a great believer in this period of reflection in the end and in the starting of a year because it helps me it has always helped me even you know concerning my life and by the time i started having children the lives of my children and just even helping me to put my mind in terms of as a mother this is the kind of mother i need to be for this child this is an important year for this child and this is what i have to do it's helped me a lot with my kids so even when they're doing things like you know if it's an exam year for instance i am very careful how i manage the you know the emotional context of the child and even when he's doing something that i may not be angry with i manage my emotions because i'm realizing this is an important year for this child i have to be supportive i have to be present i have to be visible it's not a you know i have to be careful about not disrupting or destroying you know what i'm saying but i literally have to put myself in that space at the beginning of the year otherwise i'll just carry on with my you know mom mom you know mama bear and may end up destroying even the fruits that i have taken a lot of care to plant and to grow and the lord has led me so i'm just gonna leave it there this is a new year what does redeeming the time mean for you and i we all know every new year brings us closer to our last day on the earth it's just the truth the only thing is we don't know how much time that we have left what is it that we must do this year otherwise we may never ever have the opportunity to get it done again it's not about putting the pressure on us it's about setting the agenda according to god's purpose there's nothing that we have that we have not received there's nothing that we can do without god so this has nothing to do with our abilities but it has to do with our covenant relationship with God, the purpose for which we are here, the opportunity that our lives present for God to show himself, to glorify himself, to do that which he will want to do in our lives, for us to be vessels of his mercy, carriers of his glory, the opportunity that this year presents this in a unique way. Lord, have your way. Have your way. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day here in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May the Lord perfect his plan, his purpose for us, our land, our nations, our peoples, in our hearts and in our lives, also his praise and eternal glory. In Jesus' name, amen.